0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of Off the Record. As ever, I'm your host, Imogen Marshall. We're talking all things C2C this week. Um, maybe perhaps still haven't had the chance to quite recover. I know my nerves still haven't really. Um, this episode also features some interviews with O&O, Holloway Road and Janine Barry and some excerpts from the press conferences with Lindy L and Little Big Town. As ever, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps the podcast out. And to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter just so you can get the latest updates and on upcoming episodes. Anyway, here's the show The record! Off the record, So, for day one of Country to Country, this was, um, for me, um, a highly anticipated day, um, because of course we had Tim McGraw and Faith Hill playing on the main stage, and this was a massive moment. This was the first time that they had performed together internationally, so I think for any Ardent fans, it was really a pinch me moment, but... Actually, this year, what was the incredible thing was the um, introduction of so many acoustic sessions. One of the highlight for me was Downtown Music Publishing Group songwriting session, where it was just an absolutely beautiful intimate affair where you had Gillian Jacqueline, um performing God Bless Mess, Hate Me and Reasons. And honestly, it was just incredibly intimate, a beautiful performance and really just everything that I think anyone loves about Nashville and the music that it puts out for a very special moment and other than that I think what CCC did really really well this year was the incredible range of artists around the main stage really the main event for me wasn't even the arena performances it was the um load of things around it um with a whole host of artists and who really brought it and put on a great show one of those was uh, Janine Barry who obviously put out her incredible new single Sweet Spot um, just last week Um, and here I managed to sit down with Janine and catch up with her for a few minutes and here she is talking about her single Sweet Spot. So, let's talk about your newest singles got released. It's so exciting. How are you feeling about it? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm incredibly excited. It's been so fun playing it um, over the whole festival as well. Yeah, and how's the feedback been with it? it. Yeah, people are, uh, yeah, they seem to really like it. though. Yeah, bouncing along. It's really fun. Um, So I had a few problems with the audio. Uh, throughout the festival actually unfortunately, but hopefully I'll still have most of the content ready for you guys. And um, but really, I just spoke to Janine about Sweet Spot and, and the amazing response that she's had to the single. Um, that's really phenomenal. Um, but yes, and then I spoke to her throughout the rest. Um, talking about her rest of her experiences at the festival. Um, hopefully you can hear the audio over the. Time. Think, uh, this morning we uh
1: played a set at the Nylon Lounge. Yeah. Um
2: and uh, the. Feedback from everybody it was so incredible. Yeah, uh, it really made me. Um, yeah, it, it really made me a little bit emotional. Yeah,
3: it, was, I can it was so nice. And
1: and, um, seeing all your old fans and your new. Yeah, friends. and a lot of new
3: ones as well. And yeah. just to have the opportunity to um,
1: introduce myself to them it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's really
4: it's great. Really
1: yeah.
0: exciting. And you have got more new music following Sweet Spot. a sneak peeking yeah. and see what, yeah. I see what, I
2: see what I try yeah. try them out live yes. again.
0: So the rest of day one was really just a, a class act in um, country music from the likes of Old Dominion who started off the main stage. We had interludes from Brett Young, Morgan Evans and Spotlight Stages who really, the response that they had even just to two two or three songs was phenomenal. And then after that we had Kelsey Ballerini who was great. Um, I think anyone who knows me well enough will know that I'm... I'm not always the biggest fan of her music just because I find it very um, bubblegum pink to put it lightly but she really brought it as well Um, I think followed being preempted by Old Dominion and obviously going on to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill there really was no moment where the audience could catch breath and it really just was an incredible show. Um, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill really brought it. In my opinion, Faith Hill was just the queen of that stage. She dominated and her voice really just, it blows my mind. It's just incredible. And yes, that was day one of the festival. And I think anyone who didn't like country music and was brought along just kicking and screaming um, will have enjoyed that. It was just amazing. And then we moved on to day two of the festival, which a lot of people had been um, kind of like debating whether Casey Musgraves should have been the headliner for day two. I think people had like right, or people were always right to have their own opinion, but they were right in having that opinion because obviously her third album has not been released yet. On tour, she is supporting Little Big Town, who were the Sunday headliners. So, obviously, it sometimes can be a confusing choice to have her as that headliner. But she really, really sold that performance. It was a true Casey Musgraves performance. She didn't have too many glitz and glam. It was her and her guitar. Um, She came to the spotlight stage and did a few songs there. And the only real thing that she was different was the um, bouncing balls that went over, all over the stage, and you know the party that she brought, and the um, glitter that fell, which was incredible, fun to end to the night. But it was really the whole um, thing people debated after it, and I would agree with this: is the fact that people were saying that um, you know maybe that the order was, could have been changed slightly. And I think I would agree with that. Kit Moore was, he made the crowd stand on their feet. He brought the party. And to be honest, that kind of level of energy would have been the perfect ending to the night. Um, and the the support that he has from the UK audience is so incredible that really um, it would almost be better to have that level of energy to end the night and that anything that followed that feels falls a bit flat um which yeah i mean sugarland were every every artist who performed are incredible but the ordering of it kind of made the artists have more work to do and they really had more to follow so that was the only criticism i would have had for day two because if i'm honest the two guys who really blow my mind and who really stole day two were luke combs and kit moore luke combs everybody go see him when he comes back to the uk of this year he is a beer drinking bearded huge voice and he brings something to country music which we have all been missing and it's something i don't know what it is it's like maybe it's with authenticity maybe it's his take no bs but he he is great and um even with just a beer cup in one hand and a microphone in the other he doesn't need to do any dancing he doesn't need to do anything fancy he can bring a show so go and see him go on gigs and tours talking master wherever you find the thing this is not an ad this is just go and see him for your own sake so for my last bit of day two i Even though she paid on the main stages on day three, Lindsay L obviously did a few other sets around um, country to country with, um, she performed at at Nylon and at, um, what is his name? The Indigo. And so I just wanted to bring you a few snippets from her press conference. Um, Here you go.
2: If it's okay with you, we'd sort of like you to tell us your life story in two minutes. So really it's how you got to be yeah, would you mind doing that? I'm of course. We can. We can be recorded on it. Thank you.
5: I started playing guitar when I was eight years old. Um, I've been living in Nashville for eight years, and really over the past year, I feel like I finally, I finally sorted everything out. <laughs> I've been working in the studio with my producer, Mr. Christian Bush from Sugarland, as we all know and love. Christian and I, over the past year, I think have finally figured out my sound as an artist. Sometimes that's a difficult thing to to figure out. Um, As a pre-production project, Christian had me record my favorite record of all time. And he said I needed to record it in two weeks, I needed to play all the instruments on it, and I needed to do it by myself in my studio at the record label. And so my favorite record is Continuum by John Mayer. And so he had me do it in two weeks. So I did, and as a, as a pre-production experiment, that was what really helped, uh, helped give us the sound for the project, my album. So we wanted to release my album first, which is why we released it in Canada and the States in August, and we released it around C2C this weekend in the UK. I'm super excited, I got to go to HMV and Oxford Street on Friday and buy a copy of my album on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also will be releasing my version of
2: Continuum in a few months, so fans can hear. Yesterday, Sugarland were here, and Hi. Christian Bush sat in that very seat. <laughs> and the people here were supposed to be asking questions about Sugarland, but the one person, <laughs> who will be one wanted to know about you. And he was very expansive. We had to stop him at the end. He was talking with great
5: enthusiasm. I feel like I just talk about Christian, and I hear that he just likes to talk about me, so we just like to talk about each other. Yeah, it was very good yeah, good. Yeah. So me and Annette were
3: out in November um, for the cmt Women of Country event, yeah. and you played the Taylor Swift song with was
0: it Kelly Shaw and Kelly That's the one. How important is it to you to be a part of? not only like C M C Women of country,
5: but to kind of be in that movement of women in country music right like now. Very important. In fact at my merch table I I sell hats say girl power on them um, because I've heard so much about strong females and amazing female artists. I mean, you look at the CTC lineup and it I'm just so honored to be a part of the festival this weekend because it features so many incredible female musicians and I feel like it's a wonderful time to be a female artist in country music right now. I feel like the, the bar has been raised in terms of the caliber that, that female artists are writing and recording and so I'm very happy to be a part of that movement and like every industry that's cyclical, I think you're going to be hearing from a lot of females in country music. Yes, so CMT has a series, series called Next Woman of Country. And um, they, they sponsor tours every year. They have events at different music festivals in Nashville. And so they've been, they've been very helpful as well as supporting the whole brand of females in country music. And so I was going to ask
2: you a question about another tour you did with another singer who plays guitar. Yeah. So you tour, you know what I'm going to ask you. You tour with Brad Paisley. And what was yeah. that like? And did you actually get to trade guitar solos with Brad Paisley?
5: It's amazing! We've been on tour with Brad Paisley for a year now. It started last spring, and we're still actually on the road with Brad. We finished the tour in April, and it has been a dream come true. I mean, I will say nothing keeps a girl on her toes than trading legs with Brad Paisley on stage every night. But um, he—he's amazing. He's so generous. He makes you feel completely at home. He's taking taking us into his road family, and. Um, yeah, I I love getting to play with him. He brings me up on stage to sing Whiskey Lullaby with him. Oh, my goodness. Every night. And we go into this sort of Pink Floyd guitar solo at the end of it. So it's one of my favorite minutes of the day. And hopefully, I do homage to the Alicent (laughs) Cross. The vocals are are pristine, so.
2: It's a wonderful song. I presume, this is the great thing you can do in America. You go on tour with someone like that, and you play these vast, Places, it's incredible, it's incredible. It's, and that's what's so good about this. People may not know who you are, but they're coming to see you. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. you know, this is my
5: first time playing CTC, and it's amazing. UK fans are my favorite fans in the world. Just there's such an appreciation for music and for the love they have, especially for country music. And being a musician myself, they, I just, I feel it in the audience. They're just into every second of the show
2: think it's less concerned about the genre. <laughs> it, 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 thank
5: you, it, thank you, yeah, please. I feel like you I'm a, many a little bit... Other people in it, I'm afraid. I'm a little bit rock, <laughs> i a little
2: bit blues, i a little bit country. I'm just sort of a mishmash of
5: a whole right. bunch of things. We have a question, yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Roberta yeah. yeah. from Section of Country. Hi. And I just kind of want to say it's, um, your music is good, especially lyrically. It's something, I mean, I wish you well as a
2: female. Thank female, you. And
3: everything
2: fantastic. And, I just wanted to say, it's like, so what is your the most personal song that you really want, yeah. if you had to pick just once,
6: for so people to kind of really get on board with and why? Mm-hmm. On the record?
5: Mm-hmm. That's a hard question. Um, Waiting On You is a good
2: way to start, isn't it? The first track. Waiting
5: On You was the song that started the whole process of the record. When Christian Bush and I were sitting down for our first music meeting, it was the song that started it all. You know, it was a little bit rock, a little bit blues, a little bit country. It spoke a lot to what I feel I've lived through in my personal life, in my career. I feel like I've needed to work really hard and sometimes wait for the things that you want in life. But I feel that when you need to work really hard at, at things that you believe in, it makes you appreciate them more and it makes it worth it in the end. So I wanted to start the record and finish the record with songs about waiting, and so waiting on you is the it starts.
2: So this would have been in October last year, or have you been to the UK? For this a is year my before? Fourth, trip fourth
5: trip over. So I was I toured with the band Perry about four years oh, ago. Oh yes. right. And then I came over with Luke Bryan three years ago, and then it was over in October for Country Music Week, which was incredible. Over this trip, so oh, I apologize. I I feel like I just want to become like a part-time resident here. Okay. Like, yes. So
2: don't give away any secrets, but you're planning to return, them. yes?
5: Very much so, as quickly as I can make possible. <laughs> okay, thanks.
0: Hi, I'm Allie from Salem. As a Canadian um, artist in country music, do you feel that you have
1: to work harder than
5: American artists,
1: and what are you bringing as a Canadian to this industry?
5: Absolutely. I feel like to move from Canada to the States, it took a lot of hard work. And I went back and forth between Calgary, my hometown, in Canada, to Nashville for about a year and a half. I was working on getting my first visa, and once you get a visa in the States, you can only work for what that visa says you can do. So um, until I got that, I was flying back home to Still wait tables. I was still going to school. I was playing gigs on the weekend to buy a plane ticket to to come down to Nashville and write songs for two weeks, and then I'd go back home to wait tables and play shows and go to school for another two weeks and buy another plane ticket. And so I went back and forth for about a year and a half. And um, I feel like it did take a few a few extra notches of hard work to um, to officially make the move to Nashville, and then. You know, the first time I came to Nashville, I knew one person's name on a piece of paper, and so it it took a minute. But um, I've always just been a believer of it's not if, it's it's when. When you really believe in something, and it's just about never, never losing sight of of that dream.
2: Can native artists Johnny Cash, Neil Young, and the other come from Canada? Yes, very much so. That's a question. Hi
4: Lindsay, nice to see you. How are you?
5: Um,
4: nice good. to see you. Yeah. Uh, it was me that derailed the sugar lad. I was called friends by talking about you. Yeah, um, thank like, you. She was asking a different question to the answer that I got we about you. But anyway, um, my question is when I did ask Christian about
6: you, um, he took no credit whatsoever for the project and said that all he did was shine a spotlight on you and you did all the work and it was all you. What does he mean by that and what did he bring to Well,
5: I disagree with Christian Bush. Um. <laughs> The project wouldn't have happened without Christian. You know, it's it's a very special relationship, artist to producer, and producer to artist, and I feel like Christian has helped me become a better singer, a better guitar player, and a better songwriter just in giving me confidence. And yeah, I feel that, you know, when when Christian says he shines light in the right places, for sure he's helped me see things about the way i write songs and the way i sing in the studio that i, I wasn't able to see myself but you still need that spotlight director <laughs> you know you still need that person in the control room who's smart enough to to be like all right Lindsay, i want you to sing it exactly like that because it's those sort of vulnerabilities that make artists who they are you know and, and make us who we are as people and if you don't lean into those vulnerabilities or those weaknesses that we can see them somehow then we'd all look the same in a line. you know my favorite artists are, are those artists who are just so so true to who they are and are so vulnerable on stage because you know that they're human. So Christians really helped me to sort of embrace all of the good and bad in one in one whole swoop and be able to, to put it together in a record. It's yes, Christian.
3: Marion, we have a saying, you have to know the right person. How did you meet? Were you introduced to him, or did you ask somebody to introduce you to Christian Bush? It's
5: a very good question, because it is who you meet, and it's a lot, in this industry, it's a lot who you know, and when you meet each other. Um, we were looking for a new producer about a year and a half ago, and thankfully my manager brought up one day that it would be a good idea to have a meeting with Christian Bush, and he was a label mate of mine at the time, with his own solo career. So it was thankfully an easy call for us to pick up the phone. But um, if my manager hadn't hadn't brought up the name Christian Bush, then who who knows what road we would have walked down? Um, it's been an amazing journey, and I cannot wait to see what Christian and I get into record two because we're definitely doing doing the next one together. Right, well,
0: final question, to C And we're asking artists all weekend, uh, what
5: does country music mean to them? So, what does country music mean to you? Country music to me is authentic and it's real. And living in Nashville, I've gotten to just spend so much time with songwriters, and the songwriters and songs make what country music is. When they give it the heartbeat. It's the message and the story and, and the fact that you can listen to a three-and-a-half piece of music and really feel something. So country music is unlike any other genre.
0: So I hope you enjoyed that from Lindsay L's press conference. And of course her new album, The Project, is out now in the UK. Um, so make sure to pick that one up. And moving on so we had day three of country to country was oh, it was a big day we had the legend that is Emmy Lou harris uh, performing as the supporting act to little big town and then obviously obviously before that we had market price and midland so it was very um i guess a bit of a throwback to an old country era obviously Little big little big town is a little bit more of what we'd all term the modern country but i think Margaret Price, Emmy Lou, and Midland all really look back to a sort of seventies, eighties era of country music. So I think a lot of people going into it had really sort of mm, kind of not been as excited for that day as many of the other days. But actually, what well, I really hope that most people there were just pleasantly surprised on the whole by the day. And I think anyone who didn't think that Little Big Town were incredible, basically all wrong, and because they were unbelievable live, I think everybody said that they are better live than they are almost in studio, and I would definitely agree with that, Um, but here is a snippet of what they had to say in their press conference.
2: We were so blown away by the response and the the enthusiasm, the energy, the love of country music and we we just couldn't wait to come back again and again and we want to continue to come back again and again because you you give us so much back when we're, you know, you know know all the words. (laughs) That's not always the case in America, you know, so it was really, it was exciting and we just, we felt like a a real connection and, and that was
1: amazing for us. Yeah, I think the first time we came, we played a three o'clock slot, mm-hmm. know, maybe three four, and we played in front of Bedskill and Tim McGraw, yeah. and we got stuck in London traffic on the way over here, and so we almost didn't get a sound check, which is really important to us, obviously and we were, we were nervous, yeah. a bunch of nervous little cats. And, but we got out there and we had the best time, the fans, and then we came back about six months later or so, yeah. and then we sold out Shepherd's Bush, and we were like, what is happening? <laughs> and, and that, honestly, that night at Shepherd's Bush was one of my favorite shows that we've ever played as a band. It was electric in the room. And just, just like Philip said, just the love and, and the appreciation of music that you guys have is a very rare, unique
0: thing. So I think that really sums up the sort of feeling that a lot of um, country musicians that have encountered both on stage and off um, have really felt with the UK is this real knowledge of the music and this love of the music, which I think a lot of people don't get, which I think is a really cool thing that they recognise, and that that's why they want to come back, that that they're doing it for the music as much as we're appreciating it for the music, which is sort of a cool thing to kind of come across. Um, yeah, Little Big Town really came across, as, a, as they always do, as a very humble act. Um, here's what they had to say about um, the fact that now they're sort of winning all these awards, and they're really as big as they are.
5: It immensely and you know if it happens again that would be amazing and if not we'll support whoever takes it away. I know we <laughs> sat
2: there for so many years watching WrestlePlats win and it was great and you know we've, we've been around long enough to see them win a bunch. And Lady and are they're all our friends too yeah. so you know I think it's, it is quite an honor to win that award and, and try not to put too much on awards but it it's really feels good when, when you get one so no. It's, it's a very competitive time i mean yeah. i can't remember a time when there were so many great bands. Yeah. bands. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: good, sure. yeah. and it's not even just in the uk that europe is taking country music really to its heart this um, question really interested me at the press conference um about um pontoon and the german response to pontoon um i hope you guys enjoy this, this little snippet
1: well, well, Kimberly you. and I are way better at yeah. that. <laughs> we can do it for we sure. Do it most of hard. the time, they're talking with their eyes, and we have not a clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a so, thing. Yeah.
2: The show, the show is starting very soon, so we've got time for a couple more.
3: Marion from the magazine Living Line Dance in Germany. So <laughs> the line dance thing is uh, something perfect for me. Um, a few years ago, when your Pontoon album came out, a German choreographer. Did do a dance to Pavement Ends which went all over oh. the world actually as one wow. of the well most well known beginners line dances. Did you get these information? No. no, no. no. We're no. gonna need you to send that to us. we would love to
2: see that.
3: Okay give <laughs> me if you give me an email end yes. up at your desk, we will send you the dance different. descriptions, and we'll expect you to dance. <laughs> <laughs> so why, I used to line dance in
1: college, like, in a little bit, and our children will love yes. that. They have dance parties. Uh, our, if we put it in the set list tonight, are you going to do it? <laughs> I, I cannot do you that. You can't do it? <laughs> 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 so, Neither can I. She <laughs> makes sure, <she laughs>
2: make sure that you end up with
1: the
3: dance. <laughs> we, yes, we
1: make sure that we get,
2: yeah, we one them That's, That's a, a, a fun one. 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 Yeah. Yeah person.
5: Uh, Kira Murphy from Kira's Country. Of course, you're well known for being fantastic songwriters and musicians, but I'm wondering if you could share some perhaps hidden talents with us. <laughs> you have amazing hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hidden talents. Dylan um, has one. K- Kimberly cooks. Oh, Kimberly,
1: <laughs> you guys might not know this, but Kimberly has an entire cooking collection that's out in the United States. Um, pans and dishes and
0: cookbook cookbooks and um shit. anyway i think we can all agree that little big town are pretty a uh, phenomenal act and their success is truly warranted um their performance i think the one of the most um memorable and emotional performances was their cover of glenn campbell's wichita lineman which they did on the smaller spotlight stage um which really was just a beautiful moment with the band all singing around a piano Um, but apart from that they put on an incredible show so before that obviously we had um, Emily Harris on the main stage which was great Um, I would say that I think um, it was an interesting like a good but an interesting choice for a lot of people to see someone who really hasn't been in the limelight hasn't been playing on a lot of stage coming back Um, I think part of the thing is that Bob Harris obviously has a very good relationship with Emily she's very um, generous with her time, um, and she's obviously a legend in her own right. And I'm, I'm not sure that, that was recognised as much as it should have been over here. But then, obviously, with. Us not having quite the legacy of country music over here, I think it's to be expected. But it was a great thing that she was allowed that slot on the main stage. So that was really great. Um, and then obviously with the likes of Margot Price, who put on a stellar performance. Um, and I, what the great thing about the Sunday um, day is I think that a lot of people um, had bought tickets specifically for that day um so there were some real ardent fans there and while most people obviously were sat seated because of the nature of emilu and Margaret price there wasn't quite the same atmosphere of a party as kit moore had brought on saturday it was still a great night for people who appreciated the music and then obviously before that we had midland who again absolutely brought it i think anyone who um loves country music will obviously be going to see them again in December when I think they come back over and it's easy to see why they've got the um the backing of Scott Porchetta and Big Machine behind them because they've really they're an interesting bunch of characters but they they've what a refreshing breath of a, a breath of fresh air there we go um to country music and bring something completely different from the light of their outfits to Everything about that attitude is just something that we don't really often see um, and it's really interesting. Anyway, before that on the Sunday, Sunday was a big day of music. We had, oh gosh, we had the likes of Casey Hurt, Liv Austin and Jake Morell and Una Healy who did a small set which not many, well well, actually a lot of people managed to get out and see but it was a... um, one of the smallest stages which was great which is at building six which again was i'm a big fan of writers in the round so it was a really important moment to go and see and then we've it was just a hectic day of music um we had ryan hurd and um lucas nelson playing at Orbar one something that i really think was a great addition um, to see to see having so many smaller acoustic sets which just were i mean i personally would pay the money just for those sets because they were phenomenal and i think a lot of what um uk country fans love is really that storytelling element which um the nashville songwriters rounds and those smaller acoustic sets really give you the writers telling their stories before the songs and getting to know them and really feeling like you have the I don't want to sound corny, but, you know, that connection with people. Anyway, that being said, I got the chance to sit down with two incredible um, musicians and songwriters who managed to play um, at several um, stages throughout C2C. Um, here is my little interview with O and O.
3: When we walked in the first day on Friday, I uh, saw everyone in like cowboy hats yeah. and boots and stuff. I'm telling everybody, I feel like I'm in America for a <laughs> second. Do you know what to right? expect? Did
0: you think it would be like this?
3: Or did, had you been I guess it, it hadn't really
4: um, sunk in. Yeah, no, we, until yes, we, we got, got actually, here. We, this yeah. is our first time fans are playing yeah. Uh, yeah. at CCC, so.
3: I think it sunk in when we got on stage yeah. <laughs> in front of people and we're like, these guys are He's serious. Yeah.
0: Like, and all these people are like in Cowboy House, Cowboy Yeah, and exactly. They like, love the music. Yeah. They're really into it. Although and, saying
4: yeah. that, uh, at some point I said, you know, I'm, I'm from Colorado. I so do you have any Americans out there in the yeah. crowd? it's It was like, nobody. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah. So, so it is really quite, a British crowd, seen you know. you see people and
0: you're like, all oh, these Americans want, and you think it's unusual that so many Americans come over for it when right. you think that oh, it's all in box? Door, right,
4: right. It's closer to go to Nashville. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. and how, ha- ha- um, how have the, the audience been? Like,
3: what's been your favorite thing of the weekend so far? Uh, I think. Uh, yesterday we had two sets, uh, yeah. one at the Busker stage and one yeah. at the O2 Priority Lounge, and those two were just amazing. I yeah. Think, the first day we were, you know, a little shocked still and kind of overwhelmed by everything, but yeah. then we finally like we eased into it and we we're like, this is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the crowd is just amazing because we were just playing on the Busker stage, we didn't even know yeah. if people would be around. And these people just would
1: meet that thing yeah, and just, they and actually everything. stop. Yeah. And it's really
3: cool. yeah, they they stop. They come. Yeah. First row, you yeah. know, they actually listen and, and they're super concentrated on the music, so
0: it's great. Yeah. yeah, and I was going to talk to you both about your musical background. Yeah. because yeah, sure. uh, obviously you both come from very different backgrounds. Yes. You both studied in Liverpool. Yes, in Liverpool. Yeah. yes. Right. that's right. So, first of all, how did you both make the decision to come over here to study music? Like how did all that come about?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I went to a music college in Tel Aviv, which mm-hmm. has an affiliation with Lippa. Okay. So, I auditioned when I was in Israel, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually. Uh, I almost discouraged from auditioning because I wasn't sure that I was ready, and so I went to the secretary to sign up and I said, "I'm not really sure I'm ready." And she said, yes. "Well, if you don't think you're ready, then don't waste their time."
1: <laughs> so and, that, um, and I was like,
3: "Excuse me, <laughs> uh, sign me up because I'm going to do." can you not be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's Israel's word, well <laughs> but yeah. So, so that kind of made me want to do it even more. And then yeah. I got in, and it was always my dream to go to a performing arts school. So mm-hmm. when I got in, I, I was like, "Okay." Have to go do this. Yeah. yeah.
4: And my mum is from Scotland, so okay. I used to come to the UK. So whereabouts like, in Scotland? Uh, she's from Edinburgh. Okay. Yeah. But she grew up on the west coast in Argyll. Oh,
0: I spent four time, four years studying up there. That's oh, the reason oh. why. Oh. I was where, where were you?
4: I'm in Andrews. St Andrews. Oh. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> I have a cousin that went there actually. Oh. Interesting. But um, so. We used to come to the UK every other yeah. summer and spend some time here, and I'm a big Beatles fan, so when I was 13, yeah. we flew to London, drove up to Liverpool, did the Beatles experience, yes. and, and I heard about the school when I was on. And you're like that. So I was like, that's, that's I'm where I'm going there. in the future, yeah. And uh, and then I auditioned for there, and I auditioned for Berklee College of Music in the US, okay. and I got accepted to both, and it was a <laughs> like
3: me me. difficult
4: decision, <laughs> but yeah. It like, in one was school,
3: it. I have the chance to meet Balma Gardner, yeah. and the other one, no, so, so I think like, I'll go for right, that mean, one.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that <laughs> <laughs> sways yeah. it a little bit, and so you met there, yes. yep. when did you first decide to become a duo and when did, how did that all come about? Right.
4: Well actually when we were there we we weren't a duo, okay. um, although we started playing music together pretty soon, mm-hmm. um, in the first week or two uh, there was a kind of like an open mic for just to kind of showcase, yeah. you know, who's who and that kind of thing and I played at it and Ryan saw me and said, you know, do you want to play guitar for me? Because I write some songs and I need a guitarist, so I started playing for Orion and then um, we were kind of in each other's bands, we we each had our own project and Orion's was a bit more pop oriented, mine was a bit more rock oriented Um, and then we started doing cover gigs together and we went on a cruise ship after we graduated. Um, yeah, I well actually,
0: heard about this. You it yeah. was it the Caribbean
3: and all Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, we've been all the over. The first time we went on a cruise ship was actually uh, the, the end of our second year. So mm-hmm. it was between our second and final mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So we went on a cruise ship as a summer job for three months and that was in the Caribbean. Wow. Uh, so that was a great summer <laughs> <was> break. Like <laughs> to <see something> <laughs> yeah. in the Caribbean. Yeah. And then uh, we, we initially didn't think much of it because we mm-hmm. thought, okay, we're just gonna play covers, you know, it's just your normal function band, yeah. um, but people were having a, a, a good reaction to us singing together and people yeah. were coming up to us and saying, your harmony sounds so good, your voices blend so nicely together and that made us kind of rethink the whole thing and, yeah. and yeah. think like, you know, you know, because we, we each had our own projects but we never yeah. had... Yeah, I
0: guess you both had your so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, installs together and...
3: Yeah. and we never had that kind of response with our personal projects, yeah. so we thought this must be something some, special, something something, cool. something yeah, something together. Here,
4: yeah, Yeah, and so somehow pop and rock became we country. <yeah>. <laughs>
0: and how did, like, did you both listen to country growing up? Or? Um, we have, I can't imagine there's yeah. that much
3: country No, no it's yeah. not super no. popular, but um, Obadiah grew up listening to John
4: Denver. Yeah, yeah so and and, like, and, uh, and a lot of like 70s singer-songwriters, James yeah. Taylor. and. Uh, so did you introduce around to
0: country? Oh, Actually, we, as we, as we as kind as of as
4: got it. into it together. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, we both became huge fans of uh, the Nashville TV show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which, yep. was kind of, which was kind, which was kind of the a gateway for us in a way. Well, it is
0: for a lot of people, yeah. I think. People because it means uh, yeah. something watchable. Is yeah I mean it's a, yeah. It. it's a soap opera and yeah. it's kind of silly yeah. but
4: but the music especially in the first few seasons was amazing yeah yeah really good songs There's really good songwriting, really yeah. good songwriting and uh,
3: we've I guess we've always liked the uh, we liked like acts like the Everly Brothers and obviously yeah. everyone loves Johnny Cash and Dolly mm-hmm. Parton so we love these legends yeah but we never classified ourselves necessarily as country but then we were really inspired by the songwriting and the TV show Nashville yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, that actually
0: that's actually inspired with a lot of artists. They seem to, yeah. It seems to it seems the songwriting, the kind of the message of country, yeah, yeah. That, that sort of like honesty. Yeah, definitely.
4: Cool, like, I, well, that really like, is kind of what country is like. That yeah. the the most kind of raw, honest, authentic songwriting mm-hmm. is kind of bundled into that country yeah. category, which is great. I mean, I think yeah. that's what we want to do, and yeah. we hope that's what people want to listen to. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when you left. Obviously university you were tra- travelling for two you know, years, yep. so you've got one, one song which is travelling which yeah. has come, come out of that. Have you got right. a whole host of other songs that you wrote on the road or was that just...
4: Yeah, you know? well actually the we released that as kind of a double sided yeah, and uh, Coming Over is also kind of autobiographical yeah. about that time and uh, when we finished Lipa, we didn't really know where we could live mm-hmm. together um, because I had
3: a, a student visa to be in oh. the UK but then it obviously expired and he's an American and I'm from Israel yeah. and I was like okay so how do we stay together keep doing music yeah. and the answer was go on a cruise ship again <laughs> right. um, so yes. we did like two, two years in, on and off not be
4: in any country yeah, yeah. exactly just <laughs> be <in the> ocean. <laughs> just go yeah. and explore everywhere
0: I like, yeah. get to get little stories on the road and you get stories from traveling to places and yeah, definitely material yeah. to write about and yeah.
4: what was cool also about that experience was we got to meet a lot of people mm-hmm. you know like 3,000 new people every week would come on the mm-hmm. cruise ship and we'd get to play for them and then... And
0: try songs out. And and yeah. Songs yeah, and see, exactly.
4: Like and and so we still have some people that follow us uh, kind of scattered all over amazing. the world. So I guess and you can
0: kind of got like, pockets of
3: little, yeah. Yeah, little yeah. pockets. Yeah, little pockets here
4: and yeah. there. Yeah, the and,
3: yeah. and it's amazing up. how supportive people are. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it, you know, when people who saw us like two years ago on a ship still send a message and say, hey, I love your that's new song. Amazing. And, and buy our, yeah, you know by you
4: our, our new single. And <laughs> right. You've
0: still got that. That fan, that loyalty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's great. And when, when did, when did you decide to stay in London? Like, was that a conscious decision? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, in country music. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the natural decision would be to go to the U.S. To yeah. Back. Yeah,
3: so yeah, and
4: we, uh, we spent,
0: sorry,
3: we we did a little
4: trip in the U.S. to kind of think about where we would want to live. We we spent a month in New York. Yeah. And we spent a month in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And Nashville. It was, was amazing. and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, in the end, it kind of came down to where we could, like, legally yeah, live yeah, and yeah. work. Uh, it was kind
3: of a coincidence in the end. I, I was working on getting a, a European passport because my grandmother is from Romania. Yeah. So I was. That was like a two-year process to be able to get that. And then finally, when I got it, I was like, okay, this is our chance to live yeah. in London. You know, yeah. this is like something. Why like, not? Yeah. Kind of why yeah, not? Yeah. people
4: it. we knew from school um,
3: had gone to London. Had gone and, to
4: London and. and and we kind of learned the UK industry at school too mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah. It just felt familiar and
3: natural yeah and
4: natural uh, what and we didn't
3: expect is th- to find this scene here yeah. like we, we were totally blown away
4: I guess you're
0: yeah. sort of riding on that crest of when it's all sort of kicking off yeah
4: yeah I mean That's it's, it's, it's definitely been building it. but it's it's growing and fast uh, <laughs> and, and it's so exciting and to be. continuing to grow every yeah, year yeah, I mean
0: actually. you look at here the amount of new stages
4: there are it's yeah. I know yeah it's, it's amazing it is Absolutely. And
0: how's your so company? my audio went a little bit funny for the next few seconds of the for my, with my interview with O and O, but I asked them about their songwriting experience and how they um, sit down to write, particularly um, given the fact they're a couple, um, and how that works here we, so we just sit down and go, yeah. like, all right. right. <laughs> From <Okay>. scratch. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock and we've <laughs> got to write a song right yeah. now.
3: I mean, we do we do put our songwriting sessions in our calendars, even though we live <laughs> <Just> together. <leave laughs> at some
0: point time, <laughs> yeah. like the way really do so Yeah, yeah it's because it's setup. easy
3: to procrastinate, you yeah. know, like anything. Uh, so we, we make the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when we sit, when we know we're going to sit down, we yeah. each, ahead of time we can prepare some kind of idea mm-hmm. and then we bring it and it's often like we just help each other kind of make that yeah. idea into a song. Uh, Obadiah will often have something like maybe a riff on the guitar or some chords that sound really so cool. Like start. We can yeah, do yeah. And
4: what do you think about this? this, and this? And yeah. Yeah. Or you'll Sh- have like say, a lyric. Oh, and... not that chord, we didn't like it? Or like, that's a little too much like the Beatles, how about we change it on? <laughs> 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 because um,
0: obviously you did some writing um, we taught some, we had a session with Paul McCarthy yeah, as part did, of the yeah. yeah. Beeper, um, have you so bought that, those songs or did yeah, that?
3: Yeah, we actually performed one of them, oh, movies, so. uh, a song that uh Sir Paul graciously contributed <laughs> a line to and uh didn't ask for any copyright, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we performed a song, And that's pretty cool, just to be
0: like, we put a lyric in our right,
3: song, right. we, we like to say,
4: we co-wrote this with Paul <laughs> 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 well, Oh, you can add it, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, And do do you have any plans to go back to America? Do you think this is where you'll stay, and then what are the next? Yeah. I guess one of the next
3: plans. Well, we're, we're staying in London for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah, We do go back to the US at least once a year uh, for mm-hmm. Christmas to his family. Mm-hmm. And we have played shows in Colorado, which is always fun because, you know, it's his hometown. So yeah. all the support and all yeah, the like, family and People friends. Still turning up yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, selling out gigs in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Uh, but we have plans to stay here and uh, record some more music. We record uh, in Liverpool, actually. Yeah. Um, with a guy who went to the same university as us, who has a studio in Liverpool oh, yeah. and uh, we're planning to go on a tour this summer yeah. hopefully and uh, we're playing at Buckle & Boots perfect. Festival so yeah. we're in looking June. forward to and that. And I just
0: want to talk about your new single, Some, yeah. Some Days. Mm-hmm. So where was the inspiration for that, where did the, how did that all come about, yeah. how, how's, and how's the response been here? Yeah. To
4: it? Uh, yeah. it
3: started in Nashville. Mm-hmm.
4: It did, it started time. in Nashville. Uh, with the the opening riff yeah. on the guitar, and then the chorus, the some days, yeah. right? Um, and it was kind of I had the idea, and then I kind of put it up, put it to the side, and yeah. then uh, before moving to London, we were in Israel for a while, and we started kind of working on it, and mm-hmm. we got the idea, you know, some days, what? Well, yeah,
3: we just had some days, and we're like, okay, so what? Some, some days. D- <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? What it? Happens <laughs> <laughs> some days? To it? Yeah. Um,
4: and it, you know, it's interesting being in a relationship and writing about yeah. a relationship, especially the trouble, like challenging times in a relationship. Okay,
0: is that ever hard?
3: It wasn't in that song. Yeah, I don't it wasn't. Because either. we kind of like acknowledge the fact <laughs> yeah. that you know right. we're, we don't have not every day is going to be you know yeah. amazing, and we have our days when we just don't get you don't along. I guess get it's
0: kind of like a form of like relationship <laughs> counseling, right? Some people moved
3: kind of
4: yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. this is like a kind of a like working through <laughs> yeah. Always- yeah. and yeah. I think once we kind of like settled on the theme, <laughs> mm. then it it. It we, became it less separated personal. a little bit, yeah. it became less personal. Yeah. But
3: it would be harder if you know I came up with some kind of angry song, <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like,
0: like so. Yeah, <laughs> like
3: you didn't wash the dishes I'm on still, Tuesday.
4: Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the pick up your laundry <laughs> song. It would
3: be a
0: quite good way to um,
3: you know send a message. Sh- send a message in you know, kind of like <laughs> subtle but s- not s- really s- that right. subtle way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, roundabout kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have very much else to talk to you guys about. Just. Um, yeah it just really nice to talk to you
1: guys yeah, yeah. yeah thank, to thank
0: make you so you. much um, thank you i really hope people listen to music because it's really great thank, thank, you. Um, thank you thank you very much thank you so i hope you enjoyed that little interview with O and O. then they're, they're relatively new to the country scene over here but really uh, they are an incredibly promising duo with absolutely fascinating background coming from you know um i don't think there are many people out there with an israeli background and israeli colorado who would have guessed but making some absolute magic um of music and yeah so moving on from them I have a very different interview for you guys um I managed to sit down with Holloway Road as well who were um obviously they're very very British and they're a very established really really presence in the on the country country stages um both from Essex, and here you go. Here's my interview with Holloway Road. Okay, I'm Colchester. Oh, you're Colchester? Yeah. Can't quite tell from my, why do I don't have to prefer Essex. I mean, Essex
7: voice
0: from yeah, there. Yeah. But how did two boys from Essex end up doing this? Do you know,
7: we ask lessons that
0: uh, we don't, I don't I Yeah, do we, do. we, it I,
6: I feel like someone had to do
1: it.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone had to do it. Someone someone you know what? We'll step up. We'll take yeah. one for the team. Yeah. We'll step up yeah. and uh, we'll take care of this.
0: Again, I'm sorry. We're going to have a little interlude because the audio screwed up again. Um, I can't, can't can't, trust modern technology, clearly. Anyway, so I spoke to Holloway Raid briefly about how they would met and obviously it, people who don't know them they met school they're in the same class um and that's how it all really started with them um i then started talking to them about their experiences at country to country and whether it's become a challenge performing here year after year um how that's been different for them and how um it's evolved really in their performances so here is the rest of my interview with them uninterrupted
7: Massive challenge again, yeah. and it's kind of been easy, but it's people are turning up, yeah, that you wouldn't necessarily and think they're coming up.
0: Yeah, they Today, we us. did
7: an acoustic set, so yeah, you
0: went to Water Margin, yeah. It? So, we were yeah. in the
7: Water Margin yesterday, we've had a full band set, yeah, packed. People couldn't get in, it was great, it was amazing. Yeah. And then we thought, right, we'll do an acoustic set on a Sunday, yeah. people have already seen us over Friday and Saturday. Really didn't turn off. It was packed right. again, again. And, um,
6: yeah. But it was like, yeah, we did, we, we did you know. In between songs, we're like, okay, so who, you know, who's seen us this yeah. weekend? No one. Wow. So, it's so it was like oh, all no,
0: it's right. not even the same people. Did you find you have got those hardcore fans just keep coming back every year? And,
6: like, oh, I think we like, see. The, the yeah, we do see a lot of. Yeah, we do see. I've seen some familiar faces. Yeah, for sure.
0: And do you think so? Obviously, like you're in the country scene or whatever. Do you ever feel like it's quite hard to come in? Um, sort of. Because it's such like, even though it's, I wouldn't really call it like, American anymore. It is yeah. like calling American. Do you ever feel like that's a challenge to be like acknowledged, recognized, and that kind of thing? I mean, it's
7: a challenge to be acknowledged a- anywhere yeah. in general. Right? But I mean, we've never like. We've stuck true to our guns. Yeah. We've never like, yeah. tried to impress anyone. Yeah, We just do what we no, do. we do what yeah. we do. We don't write. Like that is, obviously, you're not wearing like
0: the cowboy boots, no. but, like you haven't merged but into think, that kind of I thing. I think
7: that's what appeals to people, yeah.
0: it's different. Yeah, you know? but it's all about the songwriting rather than A lot of yeah.
6: things as well, a lot, of, a lot of things that we've heard over the weekend is the word refreshing. Yeah, Apparently we're quite refreshing, which yeah. I think is really, really... Well, I think yeah. that's a cool thing to be as because you're something different. That's you're it. Like, that's it. That people that's it. And people it are well. like, you know, they're excited to kind of see what it's all about. And yeah. So every time that we've come here, we try and obviously make it better than the last yeah. time because we've got to what well, we feel like if we're being called like refreshing. We've got like a bit of a a rep to maintain. Yeah.
0: That's it. See. That's it. And you've got to, you've got to keep delivering. You've got to. Yeah. Make a much up to what you've done before. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. like, yeah,
7: choosing a set this year was so difficult. Trying oh, to stick, because you only have half an hour slots, yeah. trying to stick some of the old songs in that people love, but then also the trying to play stuff, new material yeah. as well, that have got coming mm. out. But everyone's really great like hearing new material here, you know,
1: yeah.
7: you get a lot of... Sh- I, I suppose mean, one thing,
0: people do listen Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that maybe... And that's the best thing ways. about this
7: genre of music, is you can put a new song out, and people are you know, I could go to a rock show, and mm-hmm. one of my favourite bands would play a new song, and I'd be like, oh, I just kind of want to... If I, I haven't heard hear it, bangers, yeah. you know I've come to see you live. Whereas here, they, are really, want hear, like, yeah, they're really interested know, like. and really want to hear the new stuff and they're yeah. really kind about it. So. And good.
0: how? Um, so obviously you're putting out new music soon. And when's that going to come What's we got? So we've got, so two,
6: we've got yeah. yeah, we've got two singles that are available on the 23rd of this month. Oh my god, soon! So in like the next
0: couple of weeks. That, so that's cool. really exciting. Yeah. So this, is quite, this is pretty good then. You can go
6: yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we've been yeah,
7: on
0: the, well, the massive
7: promo, yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so they're coming, two singles. Yeah. One's called No Place and the other is uh, In The Dark. Yep. Yeah. So they're on the 23rd. And then following that, we have an EP. But we can't tell you when yet. It's
0: coming. will be soon. Because you just finished doing your UK tour,
7: is it? You just finished off it? Uh, Well, yeah, the tour (laughs) would (laughs) have finished if we'd done it, if it happened.
6: Because the guy that we were going out with had managed to get himself beaten up.
0: Yeah, oh my god, yes, I read about this. So it didn't go ahead. hope it's okay now and everything. Have you got plans to reschedule
7: it and all the rest Um, of it? If it fits in with us but I mean we're but probably.
6: it depends yeah, yeah. It, it depends if he if he comes back and says I'm gonna do it yeah. these and five dates around. and we're about then yeah we'll go out yeah. but, but if, I mean either we'll, way we'll, we'll be out you know in some point yeah
0: and the other thing I really want to talk to you about is how, how does your songwriting go who who is the songwriter do you guys work together
6: yeah it's all right together. 50
7: yeah.
0: 50 yeah 50 50 everything
6: so just all just it's just all yeah. thrown in down
0: a down pot
7: in. and we cook
0: does it you for you a work couple of days people when you're when you're doing it or
7: uh, sometimes, but we do we do a lot of writing for all other artists. Yeah, yeah, we do write for other people. Um, yeah. And we
6: actually, for like the Holloway Road stuff, we've always been quite protective of the process. Yeah. Until I recently, kind of recently. Kind of we did let someone else in. Yeah. To do the, like to help to kind of get involved with like the production side of it. It mm-hmm. well, it's kind of like your baby, and so what yeah. You want but to I, I, I mean, even model. up
7: until now, I think everything we've released has been us. Yeah, yeah there has not been so a single person
6: that has had anything to do with any of it oh, okay. up until yeah. now. We're not ruling. And we're not ruling it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, other people are coming in. Nah. And it's mixed yeah, up.
0: Well, yeah. We're not
6: gonna. You know, we don't rule that out. It's yeah. just something that yeah, they will come in time. Like we've gone from like one extreme to the other. Like we've been putting out records that no one has had. had no one has had any involvement in it, like, there's a track going on the next EP that we had nothing, yeah, nothing to do, do with. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so there's that, oh, was that bit so so kind of a story process? It It's yeah, actually a really exciting there. process. Yeah. Yeah. So
7: we, we, we're not going to say who it is, but someone that someone's performed from the state this weekend as well. Yeah. I'm going to watch yeah. out for who that
0: is. We
7: haven't told anyone that actually, so you've got the exclusive Oh, yeah. oh my so, god. Yeah. Yeah. But, so no, we're not going to say who it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah very yeah, exciting. someone,
7: some
6: one American from that's played here this weekend wrote it. I'm gonna start looking for clues everywhere now. Like, Who are they
0: following on Instagram? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing the same? Well, we as
1: follow, you two,
6: people we on follow two people. We follow two people on Instagram, and that's the way it stays. Oh, yeah. like wait yourself?
0: Nope. <laughs> 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 no, no. Oh, great. So, I think that's all we have time for this week. Sorry, I hope you managed to survive my ramblings on an incredible weekend of country music in the UK. Of course, CTC is coming back next year. Um, so, I can't wait to see the lineup and the amazing acts who I'm sure will make a breakthrough by next year. Um, as always, um, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to follow me on Instagram. This has been Imogen Marshall, and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Bye, y'all.